that kill, you can push that dope. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. You can steer that wheel, hit the gas and go. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your co-host James with Drake. Hello, James. Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy Friday, uh, March 15th. Wow. Episode 42. Wow. Jackie Robinson's number. Yeah. Let's get into it, huh? No. Start with the Sharks. Let's start with the bad news first, though. Yeah. Or at least let's say sad news. Ready? Yeah. Semek will have surgery to repair his What was his ACL. name? What was his name? Radim Semek. Radim Semek. Close enough. Same thing. Semek. Close enough. Close enough. Semek. We'll have surgery to repair his ACL and MCL. So I, he is obviously out for the rest of the season. However, known hockey players, he could be back tomorrow after having surgery. Yes, after having surgery. But yeah, but he's out. Yeah, he's out for the regular season, the rest of the regular season, and he may miss the playoffs. However, if they go deep, like at the Western Conference Finals, he could come back. Really? Wow. Which is like a two month, two months from now. I guess. Um, yeah, Joe Thornton played with a torn MCL ACL, like six days, like a week after it happened. They just they just type they just tape it up really tight, and they can just skate on it. No big deal. You kind of said that that's nonchalantly. All they, that's, all they, that's all they need to do. You said that nonchalantly. Yeah, they just tape up the torn ACL, MCL. Yeah, you know, they'll get out because, there. But you said they're hockey players, so they'll do whatever. They don't care. Yeah, I remember like one guy. Let me look this up though. I think Boston Bruins oh, yeah. player. Uh, another sad news. Evander Kane and his wife had a baby this weekend. Well, no, he didn't. Oh, no, not this weekend. Their baby passed away this week. Yes. I think she, I think she was only 26 weeks old. Pretty young. I, I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I don't young. know what she died from. I think there was like some complications or something like that. But Yeah, I have no idea. Sad news for uh, Evander. So, yeah, there was this uh, boss. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it's sad. Hopefully, it's yeah. better. But Heart, uh, we're with on. you, Evander, though. Yeah. We're with you, dude. Yes. Yeah, we are. If you ever hear this. Anyways, a Boston Bruins player once played with a broken leg. Like Terrell Owens when he broke his leg? Yeah, but he got hit in the f- hit in the leg of a puck. It broke during the game. He came he got, out and still played. Hold on, he got hit in the leg with a puck and his leg broke? Yeah, his leg broke, but he still played. Like, it didn't, like, break, like, badly. Like, there was, like, he'd, like... I mean, I've never been hit by a hockey puck. Yeah, they're right? hard. But I mean, they're like frozen. Yeah, but was he not wearing like a bunch of protective gear? Yeah, but I think it hit in a spot where your gear doesn't. Like, do there's much. like no gear whatsoever. Yeah. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, he went to block a shot and like hit him on the, like in the middle or something, or like on the side or something. I feel like it'd be like in the side leg or like behind the leg or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm gonna watch the play right now, actually. I mean. That might not be the worst. It's the worst hockey thing I've ever seen was when the guy got his throat like slit. Yeah, hockey's crazy. They're they're skating. But he on... didn't die. He didn't die. No, he almost did. But they had, like he almost did. Yes, it's... they stopped it. Hockey's crazy. They're skating on knives. Yeah, that's why the goalies were like that little plastic thing underneath their helmet. Now, you know what's funny? Well, it was not funny, but the guy who broke his leg on the shot. He was on the power play, and he stayed yeah. in. He stayed in the power play, and blocked another shot. Wow, with his with his broken leg. No, just like actually, let me see the whole entire play. He actually like so he blocked. So he blocked it with two pucks with his broken leg twice. He you know he blocked it once. Then they tried to pass it to the guy who was like near him, and he yeah. okay. Here's where it broke. Okay, when the slap shot was hit by Malkin, the guy dove, and like. He went to dive and hit him right on like the, you know where like your um, like your calf. Yes. Hit right there, and that's why it broke. Yikes! He stayed on. And that was Good Gregory Gregory Campbell. Good for him. And I also, so, believe, and I also believe one player from Boston also played with a. He had like a um, bruised lung and like a. A bruised lung, like a broken foot or something, and he still played. Jesus. Well, why don't you talk about their earlier game this week? Yes. 
So they play the Winnipeg Jets on Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, Gonna tell you. And they won five to four. Nice. Yes, they scored with three point six seconds left to go in the game and won five to four. Yes. 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 Velasic, Nyquist scored two goals. Sorensen with the 16th of the year. And Pavelski scored his 37th. How many points does he have now? I don't know. Uh, let me look it up. A lot? Actually, I think he has like 60 or something. Well, their record now is 43-19-8 with 94 points. Yes, and that was before, yes. After that game, that was the record. They then yes. played yesterday against the Florida Panthers and lost 4-2. Um, Yikes. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, he has 62 points on the year, 25 assists, 37 goals. Nice. And he's shooting 20.9%. Nice. Which is nice. So, yeah, they're 43-20-8 on the season. They play Saturday against – who do they play? Jake was telling me that if they had won tonight, they would have clinched a playoff spot, correct? Yes. The good thing is now that they can – if they win their next game – they're in the playoffs, or the other, or the Wild loses, they they're in the playoffs, and right, they play right. the Predators right. tomorrow, which is a big matchup. Interesting. And I believe Evander Kane will be back for that game. Yeah. But yeah, so on the season they're forty three twenty and eight, first place in the Western Conference and Pacific Division. However, the Flames are one point back, and they have one game in hand, which meaning they have played one less game than the Sharks. So if they win tonight, they're back in first. The Sharks are back in second place in the in both the Western and Pacific Division. Right. Good explanation there. I like that. Yes. But yes, let's move on to some basketball talk. That's what I do. Talk about the Warriors game. Yay. Um, are you talking to somebody? No, I said yay. Oh. It's like, what the hell? Sorry. The Warriors played the Rockets on Wednesday. Hmm. They beat them 106 to 104. Um, they avoided the season sweep of the Rockets. Nice. Nice. Um, Clay had a team high of 30. He ended with 36 and 2. Steph had 24, 4, and 5. Boogie with his best game of the year. I'd say offensively and a little bit of defensively too. He ended the night with 27, 8, and 7. Um, what I think is very funny is that the Warrior, I mean, the Rockets, excuse me, celebrate every Warriors loss to them like a championship game. Also, breaking news. I love breaking news. The Buff, the Buffalo, the Cincinnati Bengals will sign free agent guard John Miller, the hell, to a three-year, $16.5 million deal. Nice. He's a tackle? Did you not just say guard at the beginning before you said that? Oh, yes. He's a guard. Jesus. It's early. Uh, well, the Warriors play tomorrow night, 5.30 against the Thunder. Yay. Um, possible playoff matchup in the, in the near future. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, let's talk about a big, big uh, thing happening in the NBA going on right now. Let's just state this fact, though. That Jazz fans are trash. Yeah. Why don't you tell them what happened this week, Jake? Why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them? All right, I'll tell them. So yeah, during you're, the the game, one who's, you're the one who's tweeting about it all the time, so why don't you tell them? Yeah, Utah fans are the worst. Anyways, here's the game. Wait, here's what happened through the game. Russell Westbrook's on the bench, and this fan in the crowd was taunt, yelling at him and taunting him, saying, "Get on your knees like you're like you're used to," saying all this bad, like all this mean stuff to him, racist kind of. Well, he said it was racial. Um, I think it was kind of like I don't know if it was racial. Actually, you know, I think it could be because like when you get arrested, they say get on your knees. I guess he was saying because since he's black, but he gets arrested a lot, and also it's kind of like a sexual thing. He said, "Like get on your knees like you're used to." And so Russell Westbrook talked back and said, I'd be, and said, like, I would, on everything I love, um, I would, I would F you up. Yes. Russell Westbrook did say that, yes. Then he also said, I would F you up and your wife, which was kind of not the best thing to say. But he was angry, and I understand why, like, he just said what he said. Um, But the wife was doing it too. So they interviewed the guy after the game. He's like, I didn't tell him that. I told him to ice his knees. Like, oh, yeah. 
sure you yeah did. yeah then on twitter all this stuff came out and he's like this ardent trump trump supporter and like hates Russell westbrook and hates basically anything that's black um so yeah the utah jazz investigated what happened and they found out that the guy did actually say what he said to russell westbrook not the he did say the bad stuff that Russell Westbrook, not the ice my ice your knees crap he tried to pull. And he got banned from the arena. Yes. So he got banned, and another guy also got banned. Yes, from last year. Russell Westbrook. From last year, too. Yes. Who called Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook a boy. boy. Which is racial. Game or something like that. Now that's racial. Yes. So, um, I don't know how all Utah Jazz fans are like that, but those who act like this... It's it's rampant in Utah. Utah's yeah, Utah are, fans are the are worst. Trash. I mean, it's messed up. It's kind of weird. Like they're all other than basketball fans, they're, they're nice as hell. People from Utah, like ah, and they get in the game, like fuck, I will murder you. It's like holy god. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've never been to a no because I've never been to Utah before. I I, I couldn't tell you how they act in sports game. You, well, obviously. There was that thing with the Nevada team, too, NCAA, where, like... Oh, when it was uh, the Utah Utes, yes. No, not Utah, no, it was the Utah State. Was it Utah State? Yeah, and the fans are, like, talking back to them. And also, during the game, not during the game, but in Utah, like, the same fan base. The Utah Jazz fan base is really racist. That's what they are. I'm just going to say it. They're racist. I mean, they back when the Warriors, when the, remember when they had the, the We Believe team? Well, behind the behind one of the bench, like behind one of the um, what is it? Baskets. Players, players bench or uh, basket. Baskets. Okay. They had a guy who's there wearing a, like a I believe a, Stephen Jackson jersey, with police bars over his head. Yikes. And saying a bunch of all saying a bunch of weird like racist stuff to him. There's also Clint Azubuki was on the team. Uh, anytime he's asked about Utah, he just he gets kind of like agitated. And he says like they said a ton of stuff to us during the games. Kenny and Martin even said they're like the racist fans there are. Um, so yeah, Utah gets no benefit of the doubt, and I'm glad that guy got kicked out because what he said. Like, especially, oh, said especially, the, especially that one of their stars is a black player. There's not that many, and there's also there's not many black people not yeah black people in Utah. I mean it's like it's like very little. Yeah, I couldn't tell you personally something that's black from Utah. Utah. Let me look it up. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess. There's yeah, only yeah, okay. Um, there's. I mean, Donovan Mitchell did say that he doesn't condone that kind of behavior, well, which is good. Obviously, but okay. I mean. Hopefully he said that. At this okay, Salt Lake City, which the Utah Jazz play, only one point five percent of the people there of the population are black. Wow. So yeah, they get no benefit of the doubt because they've been racist for years, and people try to people try who try to like explain play why it it's not racist. Or it's, play it down. Yeah. yeah, they're racist when you do that. Oh, I said Ice's knees. Yeah, okay, buddy. That's why you got kicked yeah, out. They, they, they interviewed him after. <laughs> yeah, they interviewed him after for some godforsaken reason. Not sure why. And he's like, yeah. Well, obviously yeah. they were trying to get his side of the story. Yeah, right? it was all bullshit. And then obviously he said his BS story about oh, oh Ice your knees. knees. Like you were saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what he probably said? He's like, Ice your knees. Are you, are you leaving it blank there because... You're insinuating like he said uh, yes. the, the, the N-word? Yeah, ice your knees. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he seen um, saying. But yeah, yeah. I, like they interviewed him, he tried to play him down, and he was like saying, like, oh, we were just playing around, blah, blah. He really should be more professional. Oh, shut the, f- shut the front but, door. But the people around him... Said no, he said it. <laughs> said no, he was not trying to be like that. Nope. You know, he was trying to instigate something. He said that mess. See, the, those fans are like, yeah, like, what is this guy doing? And they're he, like, he's yeah. Being a, uh, he's being a POS. He's being a piece of shit, right? So it's like, it's good that they are, you know, actually helping out. You know you what they know, said? Trying to get this guy banned, which is good. You, you, know? Know, they, you know what they said? Do you know what they said? What did they say? Gwah! Yeah, exactly. He said, said Gwah, get out of here, dude. 
I said ice your knees. So, yeah. Every said that guy got banned. Another guy got banned for saying boy to the Russell Westbrook's entire game. That's right. He's, and Russell Westbrook's like, please stop. He's like, no, boy. I'm like, oh my god. Like, what the heck, man? Like, like wh- good what the night. hell? Jesus. Unbelievable, dude. Like, unbelievable. Like, I- I'm all in. Like, during the game, right? I'm all for that. Yeah. You're all, yeah. But not saying that kind of stuff. Saying, like, things like, you suck, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, like, that's, like, part of, I feel like that's part of the game. For, like, from my stance, like, yelling at, like, the games that I've been at St. Mary's, I've been, I'm, I'm yelling that kind of stuff. I'm saying, you suck, blah, 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 you're trash. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like, the things that you kind of say. <laughs> I'm not, like, but I don't get personal with it. That's, like. Yeah, your mom's a. Your mom's a hoe and your yeah, daddy's dead. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, What the fuck? Yeah, you know? I mean, and then I say F you like every 10 seconds to the guys. So, like when they're on like, when we put to go play Gonzaga, when uh, they watch, when I watch the game, I was saying F you like every 10 seconds. When they had the ball. And yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, like, you don't say like. No one's stopping me. Yeah, you don't say your mother's yeah. a hoe and your daddy's dead. You don't do that. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't say those kind of things. <laughs> like, you know? How's your mom? <laughs> like, oh, how's your like, mom it, doing? I mean, like, it, what it's like fuck? it's it's all fun, right? It's 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 a game, like you know, you're supposed to you know, yeah, ball ball, you know, talk talk smack, talk talk shit. But I mean, really, <laughs> as a fan, you're gonna talk shit to a pro player, like? Yeah, that's weird. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. I'm getting tired of this topic. Man, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Like we said again. Some of the Jazz fans are trash. Yes. But in some lighter news, though, in some lighter news, St. Mary's is going dancing. Yes, they this are. March. Dancing yes, to a first round dancing. exit. They're going salsa dancing. To a first round March. exit. Nah, dude, we're going to the finals. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for you who don't hot, know, uh, the Gales beat Gonzaga 60 to 47 in a huge upset in a WCC tournament finals. Uh, the Gales were a 14 and a half point underdog in this game. And I think it is the first time in SMC history that Gales beat the number one. Wait, team what? SM what? The nation. <laughs> SMC. <laughs> is that like a. SMC? Suck my. <laughs> St. Mary's College? Uh, <laughs> SMC. SMC. Come on, guy. Yo, SMC. What? <laughs> you imagine telling that to someone? Hey, I go to SMC. You, you go, what? Why? What does it stand for? Are you, like, are you insinuating something? It says, it stands for sell my coat. Man, I don't know what's going on in your mind, dude. You're weird. Sell my coat. But yeah, so Gonzaga is a team that averaged 90 plus a game during the whole entire season. And in the first half, they only had 24 points. Jesus. So, um. Yeah, let's get into the stat lines, though. Tommy Cousy was 8-3-3. Jordan Ford had 17-1. Tanner Krebs was lining up in the first half. He had 13-1-1 with three steals. And then Jordan Hunter had a great double-double for the team, uh, 12-15. Both Jordan Ford and Jordan Hunter were um, part of the uh, all-tournament team, which is good. So we had two guys on there. Uh, Malik Fitz had a rocky start with three fouls in the first half, but came to spark the Gales needed to overcome the Bulldogs. He ended with uh, eight and three stat line, three for four from field goal, two for two from three point, three point land. They are for, they are pro- projected twelve seed. There we go. Selection Sunday is coming soon. Is it this Sunday? I think it's this Sunday. Yeah, all the other tournament games are happening right now, like this week. I think it's this Sunday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but like I was saying, yeah, they are projected 12th seed for the Gales. Um, hopefully not a playing game because that would be BS. I don't think they give that. No, yeah, maybe. But I don't, I don't think they give um, that to teams who win the conference t- tournament. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think so either. They won the conference championship. They should be in. Um, they pushed their ticket. Like I said, they were going dancing. Going dancing in March. But, um, Cinderella team question mark? We'll see. Maybe. But, hey, uh, let's move on to some 49er news. Don't you have some big news to talk about, Jake? 
Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard, but the Niners made a couple. Niners made a couple moves. Uh, first off, uh, the Niners need a punter. Uh, their punter, um, Bradley Pinion, left and during free agency. And that's big news, dude. That's big news. Yeah, I don't think anything else happened, but uh, Bradley Pinion went to the Bucks for a four-year deal, with like eleven million dollars. Um, yes. So they need a new punter, and that's your Forty Niners news for the day. So moving on. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay. They also did some other no, stuff. No, we're just joshing. We're just joshing. But yeah. We're That's pulling your leg. Like, uh, the D4 trade. Yes, the Niners. Um, yeah, they traded for D4 from the Kansas City Chiefs. They gave up a 2020 yes. second round pick, which is basically a third round pick this year. And they signed to a five year deal worth $87.5 million. Yes, yes. Um, he was uh, Pro Football Focus number one pass rush grade with a 91 percentile. He had the most pressures among edge rushers with 78. He had 13 sacks last season, 29 QB hits total. Um, in his press conference, he uh, I have a quote-unquote, he said, last year at the point of attack, I wasn't very strong. Sometimes it could knock me off my path, Ford said. Now I'm going to be like a Ferrari, but with an 18-wheeler force. Dope. I'm going to have the muscle mass behind it. And also, he's listed as a defensive lineman. He will be. They John Lynch said that he's the Leo, so he will play defensive lineman. Um, so I'm not sure what that means for the second pick. They may still draft Bosa. They may trade down a couple times. Um, no, they, I mean Leo Sam Linebacker. I mean he's going to be playing the line. That's for sure. Yeah. And if they draft Bosa, they may run a five-two-four defense. For those who are wondering, that's five. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure that's possible. It's like five defensive linemen. Yeah, it is, it is possible. It's it's five down line. It's just a five-two defense. It is possible. Don't worry. Okay, cool. And two and then, linebackers and, then and four seconders. Like, yeah, you said five-two defense, right? Five-two-four. And I got five-two-four, and I was talking about how, or I said that if start supposedly quote unquote he does start for us, he'd play more in the box, making it like a five-three. That's three defense, kinda, you know. yeah. yeah. He he's like the. The prototypical strong safety who plays more in the box, but can still go. Uh, we can still go to uh, to uh, high safeties if we wanted to. But yes. Yes. Moving uh, on. Yeah, why don't we talk about other signings the 49ers had this uh, this week? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we signed running back. They signed to a two-year deal worth 8.5 million dollars. The max is 10.6 million based on incentives. And that's Tevin Coleman, running back from the Atlanta Falcons. Um, he played with Shanahan. Yes. Yeah, he was with Shanahan when he was there as offensive coordinator. Had his best year there, basically. Um, so yeah, that's. I was surprised they did yeah. that because they have like five running backs. But hell, I mean, why not add yeah. one more? That's um, good. And cheap. Yeah, he had that's four very cheap. Total rushing touchdowns last year, which tied for what we had this year with Brita. And then he had five. Receiving touchdowns last year. Whoa. It's pretty good for running back. Yeah. Um, we add more to our defense. We signed cornerback Jason Ferret, former Charger, to a one-year deal worth $3.6 million. Where do the Chargers play? And, uh, in L.A. There we go. Nice. Not no, the... dude, they used to play in San Diego. Yeah, they used to, yeah. They sign, yeah, when healthy. Sign, wait, when yes. healthy, Verrett's like incredible, but he's never healthy. He's played five games in the last three years. Has a torn but, ACL, but torn Achilles, torn was, labrum. What, they were talking past. about twenty fifteen or something like that. He had like nine. He was like ninety. Pro Football Focus like said ninety percent top graded corner in coverage or something like that, right? I think it's ninety out of a hundred. So yeah, yeah, okay, that's yeah. actually yeah, same thing, but yeah, that's what I said. But yeah, that's yeah. what they said. But yeah, another stat for this is it was like five. It's only played five games. Yep, three years. In set three up. years. Yep. Um, um, not good. No, he's five ten one ninety. I think he's five. Yeah, five ten five eleven one ninety. But one hundred ninety pounds. They said he's gonna be playing outside corner. And when asked about since the Niners have like a specific size they want for cornerback, which I think they're kind of I think they're kind of changing this year. They said they asked him if you're playing outside. Like well, I thought you were gonna play nickel or like inside. And he's like, because since the Niners have like this height thing they want, weight thing they want, arm length they want, 
at for their corners, and he said, if you can ball, you can ball. So, and he can ball. Right. And apparently, yes. there's been apparently people have said that he's when they see him like in a when they see him pra- like train that he's back to his Pro Bowl his Pro Bowl status that he was in 2014, 2015, I think, whenever he made the Pro Bowl. Um, Something like that. But yeah, he's never played a full season. He's injured a lot, but when healthy, and plus it's only $3.6 million with no guaranteed money, and if healthy, the Niners have exactly. two shutdown corners. It's it's uh, low risk, high reward if he does stay healthy. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We re-signed, moving on. Moving on. Uh, we re-signed free safety Anton Exum to a one-year deal worth $895,000. He might be the starter. You think he might be the starter? He did well last season. Yeah, I think he might be the starter. I'm happy that we brought him back. Unless they draft someone, which we'll get into a little bit later. So I've, I kind of have a uh, target for their second-round pick that I want to talk about. Yeah? Is it a receiver? Nope, it's a free safety. <laughs> but yeah, uh, in other news, they also signed, they, they let go of Brock Coyle, so they signed a new linebacker. Yeah, Brock Coyle also uh, retired. Did he retire? I mean, yeah, we, he retired. we let him go. I know you just know that we released him. Yeah, he, he retired because of a back injury. He suffered this in week one against the Vikings. Yikes. But they say they might bring him back as like a uh, like a coaching like a coordinator. A, a, uh, a, a coordinator. Let's slow it down. A coaching intern. Intern. As a coordinator? Intern. Yeah, definitely. No. Yes. As like so he a, signed a linebacker, David Mayo. Defensive quality control. And yes, David Mayo is white, for those who are wondering. So a two-year deal. Okay. He's a special teams ace, according He's to He's Mayo. Jake. Nice. Names that, can, names that talk about food, OJ Mayo. Oh, we have another one of those later. Oh, yes, we do. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about our last signing so far? Yes, then they signed wide receiver. Well, they also re-signed Jimmy Ward for some reason. One year, five million. Um, my five million dollars. I'm not sure how much is guaranteed or not, but that's that. Um, they also they offered Le'Veon Bell a three-year deal worth thirty-eight million dollars, with mostly all of it guaranteed, um, which would have been kind of interesting. So they almost offered him a fully guaranteed contract, but he chose the Jets because he's a Jet fan and he loves the Jets from younger. That's what he's doing. Um, Yes, yeah, so, and they also signed wide receiver Jordan Matthews, who's 6'3", like 215, 220. Um, played with the, I believe, was signed by the Patriots this off, last offseason. Got hurt, got released, went to the Eagles, played there, had 20 catches for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. And he's a red zone threat. And he's the tallest receiver the Niners have. And he's the only receiver the Niners have, the only move that receiver the Niners have made so far in this offseason, uh, which yes. we'll talk about a little bit later, but... Yeah, he's gonna. I think it's a good signing because it's only a one-year deal, probably not for a lot of money, and he's probably right now he might be like their two receiver. Yeah, he's definitely the red zone threat that we need. Um, but this, I think the stat. I think I think he told me this, or I I think I looked it up or something like that. Out of his twenty-two touchdowns, career touchdowns, sixteen of them have come in the red zone, and that's just and that's. A spot where the Niners have struggled to score touchdowns. Yes. And Tevin Coleman so maybe, helps there as well. Yes. And Tevin, yes. So, we have two new offensive weapons that can possibly get help us get it done in the red zone. Yes. Excited for that. Excited for that. Excited for that. Yes. And they might not be done adding receivers. I hope so. Jeez. Which we'll get into later, but yes. Um, but now we're going to what we, what I project their starters to be, um, defensively. Um, I'm predicting they're going to use a five-two-four, which I've never heard, but apparently it's a thing. I kind of just made that up yesterday. I was like, oh, maybe this is not new. I was like, oh yeah, it probably is. No, it's it's been around. Yeah. So D Ford, Buckner, Armstead, DJ Jones, and if they draft Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa. Uh, the average age of the defensive line is would be, I believe, twenty-four years old, um, which is nice. Linebackers will be Quan Alexander, who'll be 25 to start the year, and Fred Warner, who's 22, average age, 23 and a half there. And the secondary, it would be Sherman, Tart, Ward. I would put Verrett there, but I'm not sure if he's going to stay healthy. And Weatherspoon would start. Um, that average age is about 
uh, 27.25 years old. There, buddy. And the average age of yes. the defensive, the average age of the of the defense starters that I predict is 25, basically 25 and a half years old. You predicted that average stat? No, I, I, I um, <laughs> added them all and divided by 11. Yeah, you did the math. You didn't yes. predict it. <laughs> took me about two seconds to do the math in my head. Because I'm smart. <sighs> you have it written down on our Google Doc. What do you mean? No, when I did it, it took me like five seconds. It's like, oh, that's it. Sure, see how I did that? Well, see how I did that? I added. See how I did that? I added. I added 28, 25, 25, 24, 21, which is 123 divided by 5 is 24 point something. 24.6 or something like that. You're talking about the defensive line? Yeah. Good for you, dude. But I want Jonathan Abrams in the free safety. That's who I want. But we'll get on that later. Um, moving on to the offensive starters. Um, yeah, so our offensive starters. If you want to say the skill guys, and I'll say the offensive line. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so, obviously, starting with our quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Going with our running backs, um, Tevin Coleman, Jerick McKinnon, and then Breida working down as a third down back. Uh, Kyle Ustick at fullback. Dante Pettis as our one right now. One number one receiver right now. Uh, Goodwin as our third, as our second receiver. No, I switched and it. Well, sorry, my, I'm not on Wi-Fi, so if he oh. switched it, I'm not getting any of it. All right, it's I put I put Jordan Matthews there at the second receiver starting slot. Okay, there we go. James, uh, Jake switched it, and then George yes. Kittle as our starting tight end. And um, that running back situation, let's talk about that. Running back situation is going to be kind of interesting with Tevin Coleman, McKinnon, and Breida. I think they're going to the the New England Patriots model where they have Tevin Coleman as Sony Michelle, Jared McKinnon as a James White, and Matt Breida as a – it's not a perfect thing uh, because uh, Matt Breida would be a um, Rex Burkhead-type player. Um, yeah. Yeah, which, um, when we signed Tevin Coleman, I was at the gym. I um, Justin actually texted me. He said, Tevin Coleman, question mark. And I was like, yeah. Um, I remember the situation. I mean, like you said, it would like be the Patriots. I said it would just be like what it was in Atlanta. When Shanahan was there, obviously Tevin Coleman being himself, Jake McKinnon being Devontae Freeman somewhat, and then Brita, some of being Edo Smith coming in there throw down. But I mean, yeah, only when I they like really need the, him or something like that. The Patriots one was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, no, I was good. I'm just saying. Plus, they could also they could list, this is what they could do. They could have Tevin Coleman in the backfield, or they can have Jimmy Garoppolo in the shotgun, Coleman on one side, Brita on the other, Jarek in like the slot. Have Pettis, Pettis, Matthews, and Kittle, and do something off that. Yes, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Have you never seen that formation before? That's a thing, though, right? Yes, Jake, it's a thing. Okay. You can always also do. You you know we could also do. But I'm. That's not part of Shanahan's can... offense. They don't run pistol like that. No, I'm not saying pistol. I'm saying shotgun. And shotgun. Yeah. But why would he have a back? Are you, are you saying that he's gonna have a back behind Jimmy? No, I'm saying I'm saying Garoppolo. I'm saying Garoppolo, McKinnon and Brita. I mean Coleman and Brita beside Jimmy, and Jarek McKinnon out wide. One to his left, one to his right, obviously. Right. Plus Shanahan may just also say, you know what? I'll switch my offense up a little bit and add this formation where they have Brita and Tevin on left and right Garoppolo. Then they have Jeremy McKinnon in the slot. Then they motion Jeremy McKinnon to behind all to behind Jimmy Garoppolo and do something like that. They could do that, which I think Kyle Shanahan probably has six thousand plays already written down of what they could do with that type of formation. All right, why don't you talk about our offensive line starters? Yeah, it's offensive line pretty much the same as last year, unless they draft someone. Um, Joe Staley would be left tackle. I'm not sure what position Lakin Thomason plays, but the guards would be Lakin Thomason and Mike Person, with Mike McGlitchy as the right tackle on the right side, obviously, and Weston Witch, jeez, Weston Richburg at center. But I also think they could draft someone and trade Person, like they did with uh, well, they didn't really do. They really they signed someone, then they traded Kilgore last year, so I yes. think they might trade. They might draft someone guard like third round or something, maybe see if he can play. 
then they could trade person, or they could just put Joshua Garnett in guard at the guard spot as well. Yikes! Yeah, he's a, he's a failed first rounder as of now. Yeah, but he's been he's been injured a lot. He's only played like yeah, he has been injured a lot. Yeah, he didn't play in twenty seventeen. He was the number one graded uh, run blocking guard. It didn't make sense the when they drafted him because he is like yes. it didn't. Yeah, it didn't make sense because they had they had they had a uh, Chip Kelly, which we don't speak of, but they had Chip Kelly. And he runs a different offensive offensive scheme, and Trent Baalke is like, "Yeah, I want this guy. It does not fit at all. Make it work." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark, dark days, dark days. Moron. But another thing, Jake was talking all these formations, right? Yes. Another formation I was thinking. <laughs> the wing T. Just having fun with it. Is the wing T formation? I need to look at that. I need to see what that looks like. Let me go on Google. You don't know what the wing T looks like? No, God, I think, no. Man, I, think, I think I know geez. what it. looks no, I don't Jeez, know. Jeez, dude, yikes. With Jarek, Yusek, Yuschek, Tevin, and Burita. All of them in the backfield together. What? Wait, I'm looking at it now. They have... I'm looking at the wing T formation, but it doesn't really... So it would be like a guy to like... Let's say like the offensive line. Like usually when they have Yuschek like motion out. And he's like... But he's not on the line, but he's like behind the line a little bit. Yeah, it's called a wing. And the T would be Garoppolo and three guys behind him in a T formation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna send you a photo because I don't know which one you're looking at. Yeah, I'm just looking up wing T formation to show me the shotgun. Like really, no. That's not. That's not it, guy. Looks like a left, like a LH RH thing, right hash. What? I just sent you a picture of it. Send it. Okay, so it is kind of like what that picture was. Okay. Kind of so, weird. Last obviously, hmm. if you're looking at the photo, I am. It has triangles as offensive linemen. Yes. It's wing T formation, right? Blue. So the last triangle is obviously Kittle. Behind Kittle mm-hmm. in the wing, Yeah. it'd be Tevin Coleman, something like that. Uh, and then obviously behind the center. It'd be Jimmy. Yeah, Directly hopefully. behind Jimmy, it would be Usechek, and then to the left of Usechek, it would be Jarek. Hmm, where's right? Brita at? And then Brita would be to the left so in that if, little circle spot. So out, out but wide. It, but instead of him, instead of him being that far out, move him in a little like, bit. He would be like, yeah, he would be like Tevin. So it's kind of like left brown. Yes, but obviously just bring him in. Right. That's so it. left brown. Not really, because it'd still be right blue, but with the quote-unquote receiver just lined up as a wing. That's all it would be. On the, oh, okay. Would be on the line, yeah, left though. browns. Left the browns line. when they switch it. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, it's okay. just a flip. It's just a flip. Yeah. Shizzle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you have a bench here. How, what, what are you talking about? I just bench. I don't know what I was talking about. Get rid of it. <laughs> Uh, right, why, don't we, why don't we talk about uh, obviously we signed uh, a corner Jason Barrett um, we did we signed back Jimmy like we were talking about but before all that happened I put down still on the market for a free safety slash corner but here are some names um, that are still out there uh, for those who don't know Eric Berry was released by the Kansas City Chiefs this week uh, he's a five time uh, pro bowler um, he had uh Hodgkin's lymphoma, I think. Yes. On top of cancer, and he beat it. Oh, well, obviously. But um, yeah, they they obviously moved on with Tyron Matthew playing the safety spot now. Uh, I had saying trade for safety. I put Eric Berry question mark, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Obviously, we can't trade for him anymore. He can just sign him. But I don't think he'd come for. I don't think he'd come here. Who? Eric Berry. I'm talking about Eric Berry still. Oh yeah. Eh. Open your ears. I was, I, was, uh, I, was in, I was in the room, I was stretching. And other names out there still, Clayton Gathers, uh, Glover Quinn, mm. uh, Adrian Phillips, Ronald Darby, Bryce Callahan, Darquiz Denard, Marcus oh, Claiborne, uh, Rashad Breland, and right. Brian Poole. No, Brian Poole, re-signed with the, uh, Brian Poole signed with the uh, Jets. Really? One wow. year, $3.5 million. Uh, Obviously, we signed Jordan Matthews to a one-year deal or whatever. I don't know. I delete, yeah, I deleted that one. 
Um, still What's the market for a receiver. Uh, I don't know, not, not really anymore, but there's still some names out there. I would be. Fuck. Uh, I mean, shoot. Uh, Golden Tate signed. Who did he Golden Tate sign with? I Giants, forget. four years, $37 million, $23 million guaranteed. He's a stealer. He, he stole that money, dude. It's not his fault Gettleman's a dumbass. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's a stealer. It's not he his fault. stole Get- all that money. Gettleman's like, we'll give you $37 million. here. <laughs> he said, no OBJ? Okay. Maybe we'll give you one year old receiver who can barely catch the ball anymore. I talked like that Simpsons guy who has like the, the We gave him thirty seven million because he's going through puberty. Oh That's what Dave God. Gettleman is at dunce. Literally stole from the Giants. But and yeah, Dave Gettleman's dumb. Dunce cap. Uh Ren, Ren, Randall Cobb's still in the market. Who? Randall Cobb. Oh, Cobb salad. <laughs> Things that construe a food. Uh Michael Crabtree. Crabtree, crab apple. Cleo Lemon. Kelvin <laughs> uh, Benjamin's still out there. Fat. And Chris Conley's still out there. Ooh. I like um, Chris Conley. Let's answer some questions about the 49ers. I've made this question. I'll ask you. Yes. Are you happy the 49ers are spending on defense first? I am very happy. Shanahan can draft offense. We've seen that. And can coach anyone to upper echelon type offense. Um... And I believe that teams who spend money defensively in free agency over the past few years have seen more return than teams who focus solely on offense. For example, the Rams, the Jaguars, the Broncos, and the Patriots somewhat when they signed uh, Stephon Gilmore to that huge money deal and a couple other players they signed as well. And they yep. all those yep. teams made it to the Super all those teams made it to the championship games and three of two three of them went to the Super Bowl and two of them won championships. Yes. So yeah. Yes. I have another question. Yes. Obviously, we stated this earlier that um, I receive in corp right now. But as the season starts, who will be our number one receiver? George Kittle. Yes. I, yeah, I definitely believe he'll lead our team in receiving. And the catches with Dante yeah. Pettis coming in second as of right now. Yeah, so that's – yeah, I, I agree with that. They might draft someone too, but yes. – um, now we're going to go... I don't know. I, I mean, <clears throat> we'll talk about that more later, but yeah, let's move on. There's some yeah. NFL talk. One second, though. I have to go get my dog. I'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, Lucy's up. Yes. My dog yeah, Lucy's back. upstairs yeah. now, so we're up here. She was crying a little bit, so now she can stop that. And moving on to the NF- some NFL news, even though we did NFL news, 20 minutes of it. But we're doing some more NFL news for you. So here we go. No, that, was, that was 49 news. Different from NFL news. Oh, okay. <gasps> Jesus. Go on. But yeah, why don't you start? I don't want to. Fine, well. All right, fine. I'll start. Odell oh, no, Beckham Jr. was traded. Not to the Niners. SMH. He was traded to the Where? Cleveland Browns for a first-round pick, a third-round pick. Not even the Browns' third-round pick. It was basically a fourth-round pick. Actually, no, it was a third-round pick. Uh, it was like the last pick of the third round from the, of the Leaf Patriots. So and, still in the third round. Yeah, and Jabril Peppers. A terrible deal. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. F U Giants. Yes. I asked, I asked this question. The 49ers didn't want OBJ enough? Question mark? Yeah, and I heard that the Giants the Giants wanted to train him, but they weren't going to trade him to the NFC no matter how great the deal was. And that's usually what the good teams do, you know, just get rid of 16 teams, not get the best deal, and send off your best player in, I don't know how long, to Cleveland for nothing in return. That's what the good teams do. Yeah, but the Giants aren't a good team. It's a joke, because they're trash. I explained it. Um, Yes. That's what the good teams, apparently, the good teams don't do that. They say, okay, you want him? We'll trade you anywhere. We don't care. We'll beat you anyways with him. But the Giants like, no, we can't. Gettleman's like, we can't trade you to the NFC. Here's a bag of peanuts and a Cracker Jack. Yikes. Terrible. For a filet mignon. 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 Whatever. Mignon. Something like that. I don't even know. But yeah, let's move on. Uh, Ha-Ha Clem Diggs signing with the Bears. One-year deal. Yes. And also, sometimes people call him Ha-Ha Clinton Twix. And names that can be mispronounced as food. Brett Kern. 
Saints uh, signed former Patriot Malcolm Brown to a three-year deal worth $15 million. Yes. Another huge signing this offseason uh, was Le'Veon Bell finally signing with the Jets. Four years, $52.5 million. The national nightmare is over. Yeah, the nightmare is finally over. Uh, Mark Ingram signs with the Ravens, for, former Saint, uh, to a three-year, $15 million deal. Along with uh, Mark Ingram comes uh, Earl Thomas, also going to the Ravens, signing four years worth $55 million. That's a lot of money. Yes. Uh, Tyra Taylor will be the backup to Philip Rivers this coming season as he signs with the Chargers with a, for a two-year deal. Uh, Jason McCourty is going back to the Patriots for a two-year deal. Um, a cornerback we thought the Niners would take a look at was a Pierre Desir. Did I say that right? Desire? Desir? Whatever. He's not on the Niners, so I don't care how you pronounce his name. Yeah. So he's resetting with the Colts. Uh, the Raiders sign uh, an offseason favorite of ours, Tyrell Williams, to a four-year deal worth $44 million. Uh, Saints bring back kicker Will Lutz. Yes. For five years. Don't know how much it costs, though. Did not see how much it costs. Uh, KJ Wright is staying with the Seahawks, resigning with them. But let's move on to some big names out there that are still in free agency. Ah, oh, James, the NFL news. It never, ever stops. Let me just find my NFL news. Here we go. The Detroit Lions are hosting running back Malcolm Brown and wide receiver kick returner Tommy Lee Lewis. Big news there. Also, the Patriots have released starter Adrian Claiborne. And finally, James, a fun fact uh, that I just found out about Pi, which was yesterday, is that Pi is very good. Obviously, and the fact that I found was that pi is used in mathematics to mathematics to represent a constant and is the ratio of the circumference of a circle to its diameter. And that's your NFL news. I like it. Moving yeah, on. Like that was it, also like that was also not planned. I just did it. So big names still out there in free agency. A guy we thought the Niners would sign. Justin Houston still out there. The Dominican Sioux, still out there. Niners. No, I'm joking. Uh, Ziggy Ansah, I think he was. I think he visited the Saints yesterday. Uh, still unsigned. Uh, Jared Cook, uh, top tight end this offseason. Niners. Um, still out there. Shaquille Barrett, still out there, linebacker. I thought he was gonna be a Niner. Yeah, me too. They might sign himself well, like it's. They might sign him. Well, but... with, with all the talk that you were saying. Uh, excuse me. And yeah, then lastly. Sense. Clay Matthews. He's a free agent. Oh yes, I heard has not, has not been signed. I heard he was signed. visiting with the Rams today. Really? Yes. He's from. He went to USC, that. so that makes sense. That makes sense. Go back home. Go to your roots. Go back to LA. Yeah. But yeah. Jason Verrett, he went back home. Yeah, he's from Fairfield, California. Didn't know that. Me either. He also went to junior college in Cal in Northern California too. Yeah, he went to JUCO. Yeah. Also, Jordan Matthews is a former 49er fan. Yes, you know he's, I think he's I also... Didn't, re- I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, breaking news, the Saints are expected to sign defensive end Mario Edwards Jr. to a deal. Interesting, interesting. Also, the Washington racial slurs, as James told me during our, when I got my dog, uh, the, re- the racial slurs, almost said it, signed Dominique rogers Cromarty to a free agent contract. Yes. He's coming out of retirement. Yes, he is. But yeah, well, let's move on to some baseball talk then, huh? <sighs> Yay. Yes, yeah, so the yeah. Giants and A's start their, they start their season pretty soon, actually. They're playing in Tokyo to start the year. I believe it's the 23rd they start, or something around there. Oh. I don't remember. Giants opening day is... Oh, April or March? March. Giants opening day well, why, starts... Why are, we, why are we fantasy drafting in April, then? We're not. That's a, t- that's a topic for a different day, James. Anyways, uh, Giants start their season March 28th against the Padres, I believe. Uh, we also heard that the Giants' rotation is basically set, and I'll give you who I think will be in the top five uh, or how they'll, yes. how they'll go off. It'll be Madison, yes, it'll be Madison Bumgarner as the opening day starter, so he'll be the one, with Derek Rodriguez as the two, Derek Holland as the three, 
Jeff Samarger as the fourth starter, and Drew Pomerantz as the fifth. The reason I do that is it's basically left, right, left, right. So it's not you're not so the teams are not going to face two lefties in a day, two in a row. There'll be a right. lefty of Bumgarner, a righty of Rodriguez, a lefty with Holland, a righty with Samarja, and a lefty with Pomeranz. Um, that's actually not that's actually not a terrible rotation. And like depth starters as well will be Andrew Suarez, who will start the year in AAA, who was really good last year. Just don't look at his ERA because ERA is kind of misleading. Uh, Chris Stratton was Chris Stratton would be another depth guy with Tyler Beatty, who's been really good this year. We talked about him a lot. He's been throwing yes. 98, 99 with a dirty curveball. He's been really good. Sean Anderson, who is their top prospect pitching wise, who's close to the majors. Um, he may he's gonna make the majors this year. He throws like 91, 94 with four pitches. Was a former closer. We talked about that. Looks like Noah Syndergaard with his hair and how tall he is. Uh, so that's hopefully he's hopefully he's like Noah Syndergaard. That'd be pretty cool. And Ty so Block. Like yeah, and Ty Block who. Could be a spot starter or a swing starter, long long reliever, meaning he pitches a lot. Yeah. Yes. But I think he's also going to make. I think he's. He, I think he's on the team. He's going to be in the bullpen, but he could start as well if they need it to. Right. And in my bullpen predictions to start the year, it would be Will Smith as a closer, Tony Watson as setup, Mark Melanson eh, as whatever a failure, Reyes Maranta who is really good, Ray Black with those 104. Ty Block, who's a lefty, and Travis Bergen, who is a Rule Five pick, who's never played a game, never played a, has played like five games above double, above single A, is a draft in Rule Five draft, meaning that he has to be in your team the whole entire year, um, yes. or he gets offered back. He's gonna make the team as well because he's a he's a lefty, so they have three lefties. He's a lefty who's in six outings this year has given up no runs, one hit, and I believe has like six strikeouts in five innings, and he's been really good. That was a good signing. That was a good move by the Giants getting him. He's cheap and young, so that's good as well. And the Giants are also expected to make a trade within the next few weeks for a young, cost-controllable, right-handed hitting outfielder. They may even make two trades for that because they have a lot of bullpen depth. They have a lot of guys in the minors like Melvin Adon, who we talked about too. He was 103 as well, um, so they could call him up within the if they tra- they trade some people. They could also sign some guys free agency-wise, like Nick Vincent, who's probably gonna make the team. They can right. do that. They have a lot of depth pitching wise to trade. They just don't have a lot of outfielders. Um, but next, that was so that was my predi- that was my predict. Jeez, my projections for the opening day opening day roster pitching wise. And on Tuesday, I'll give you my opening day roster hitting and utility player wise. So that's yes. look, that's what we that's what we in the business call a tease. I like teases. But yeah, in A's news. Pause. Yes. Nothing to report. No. Moving on. Yes. MLB news. Nothing to report either. So. Moving on. That's right. Now we're this going to some segments. segments. Yes. Yes. Getting ready for the weekend. Wow, it's Friday. Yeah, we were yeah. we were gonna do. I gotta tell you, I got news for you, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but but I didn't have any, and I forgot to program the the. I forgot. I mean the. I mean, program. What are you talking about? The robot couldn't make it today, so. Oh yeah, our, our our program the robot cannot make it today. He was sick. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he had a fever. But, uh, yeah, he had a fever. His, I think he needed to get his oil changed. Yeah, he's yeah. Funny, he went. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he had he had a fever. Yeah, he couldn't go. Um, he had an unfortunate incident though. He fell in some cold water, but he's back now. He's good, but he's still a little bit under weather, so he couldn't show up today. So, um. Yes. That'll be next Friday, hopefully. And Jake the Sports next Comic Friday. is over. Uh, Jake the Sports Comic will never happen again because that was a disaster the last two times. And yeah, it's been yeah. fun, but that's it. It's been fun. Hot start to the beginning of it and it went downhill yep. real fast. Yeah, it did. Moving on. Getting ready for yeah. the weekend. Getting, getting ready for the weekend, yes. So why don't you start, Jake? Yes, I work today and I work tomorrow. And I'm going to see my grandpa for dinner at... This place in Orinda, which is really good. Then I'm going. Then oh, I have a, Orinda, nice. Yeah, then I have a basketball game tomorrow, uh, Sunday at four twenty-five. And oh yes, I'm not. Sh- I think we said this last time, did we? Uh, no, I don't we, know what you're referring to. We didn't. Tell me. So last Sunday we played a game and we won, forty-six to forty-four. We were up by fifteen and we almost lost it, but we won anyways. <laughs> um, I didn't know that until you said that. Yeah, we were wow. up. We were up like forty-two twenty-seven with like four minutes left, and we almost lost. But we won. Um, 
I scored seven points. I had two threes and a free throw, and I had 15 rebounds. You guys do free throws in that league? Really? Yeah. I had seven you points. Have, you, guys have, you guys have actual reps, right? Yeah. I had seven points. Nice. In, I had seven points and 15 rebounds in 29 minutes. My, uh, on Tuesday, it was, oh, oh, my God. No, 26 minutes. Tuesday, oh. Like, Monday, I wasn't sore, but Tuesday, oh, my God. I couldn't walk. My feet hurt. My back was dead. My, like... Every time I like, every time I like, try to stretch a little bit in my upper body, like underneath my like, right, uh, where my right um, breast is, uh, there's like a, it's like a weird like, muscle pain in there, so that hurt too. On the season, we're one and one. We play this weekend at four twenty five at Tice Valley Gym. I don't know what court we're on, but we play there. We're one, so yeah, we're one and one. I believe we're tied for first. I would think second, no, third. We're around. We're, I'll look it up, but um, how many teams are in this league? Eight, you said. I think ten. Really? So what is it? The first four teams go into playoffs or whatever. I think they all go in the playoffs. You guys all? Oh, I but, like that. Yeah, but, I but yeah, and it's like the top couple seeds oh get God. a like a like a like a uh, buy. Um, like a buy. Uh, okay, yeah, let okay, me. Okay. I'm actually here right now at the D1 league for basketball. Don't get too excited, but. It's not really D one, so we are it's top- like the third level, right? Yeah. So we are tied for pissed. we are tied for second. Oh, nice! That's yeah, good. there's a lot of teams zero and two, zero and one. We play the who do we play? We play the Welcome to the Thunderdome, who are zero and one. So hopefully, <laughs> we can win that. Go two and one. Um, on the season, I'm averaging six and a half points per game with 12 rebounds per game. Oh, I'm a good rebounder. With in 24 and a half minutes per game as well, uh, with about four assists per game and a couple steals and blocks. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. I've been my uh, my I went two for four from three, so I'm shooting 33 percent from three, which is all right. Um, but you know, I'm high energy, get rebounds, shoot threes, you know, set screens, stuff like that. So you know. I'm I'm happy with my performance so far, and we're one and one, and I helped win the game. My plus minus though is really bad, uh, but other than that, it's been fun. But James, it's your nice turn, turn now. My turn, yes. So getting ready for the weekend. Uh, so for those who don't know, my birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to myself. Yes, thank you. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going out tonight. Get a couple of beers with some friends. Um. Don't work Saturday, but I'm bringing my dog to the vet for his uh, drop-off appointment. They're going to probably do all his blood work and all that stuff and tell me how fat he is. But I don't care how fat he is. He deserves to eat. Um, hmm. Sunday, uh, I'm celebrating my birthday with my other with my aunt. Her birthday is tomorrow. So we're having a combined party with my family on Sunday. Hmm. Old school. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I, that's all I'm doing this weekend. Nice. Moving yes. on. Dope or nope? James. Is honey barbecue Frito twists dope or nope? I would have to say they're somewhat dope. Hmm. Somewhat. They're, they're the best they're, chips. They're not my first choice of chip. They're my uh, my first choice of chips are Doritos, but that's a close second. Which Doritos? Oh, I like both. Oh, you like Cool Ranch and regular? Yeah, but I eat regular more. Cool Ranch, I kind of have trouble finding, but I like I like regular. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm a that's it's nacho cheese. It's the regular one, right? That's what it's called. Nacho cheese. Yes. <laughs> Not Joe che- yeah, not, yeah, not Joe Cheese. Yes. My, my first choice of chip is barbecue Lay's. Barbecue Lay's. Hmm. That, that's always my first choice. My second choice, yeah, is is Doritos. Not Joe Cheese Doritos. Not Joe Cheese. It's not Joe Cheese. <laughs> it's not Joe Cheese. Um. And my third choice, I, I'm I'm a big. Uh. Jalapeno chip guy also. Yeah. Too spicy. Are you, are, are you not too spicy for my white palate. They're not that spicy though. They're not that spicy. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No, what you say? Too spicy for my white palate. Oh my god, they're not even that. They're not even that spicy, guy. It's ooh, swag. But uh, tell us a story of how you got 
into honey barbecue Frito Twista. Oh, I've I've had those for I had those before like for a, a long, I haven't had those in a while. Till one day at work, our coworker Alex brought some of those chips in. I was like, those look familiar. Let me try one. And I try one. I was like, oh yes, I remember these. And other since then, <laughs> who I bought like six bags yesterday at Safeway for a good price. And yeah, I'm bringing a couple. I'm gonna bring some to work probably. And yes, I'm driving the van. That's usually how it is. That's usually how it is. Me and Alex are gonna be driving around today, so I'm gonna be eating some chips while we work. Hopefully, he didn't call him sick. If he does, I will strangle him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. When me and Jake usually work, he usually either has a has a chips bag with them already, or he goes to Safeway. Buys our lunch and he he brings that bag back with him. Yeah. It's either a bag of those chips or or the chocolate circle thingies. I forget what those are called. Or both. Hmm. That's what you usually get. Who does? You. Oh, uh, they're talking about Alex. Yeah, I usually get that. No, I'm talking about you. What yeah. are those circle chocolates thing? I forget. I think Godiva. There's something like that. It's it's. Uh, I forget what it is. They're delicious. It's all yes, I know. They are. They are. Yeah, they are very delicious. But yes. All right, moving on. Next, next, next topic. Yes. Uh, next topic: hot chocolate, dope or nope? Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I'd say dope. I mean, I have. Yeah. I'm not a big avid hot chocolate drinker anymore. I'm more of a coffee guy now. <laughs> moved moved on from being a a child to a, a grown man to a mature coffee drinker. Yes. But yeah, hot chocolate? Hot Starbucks white hot chocolate. Hmm. Good. Hmm. Have you ever had that? Yes, I have. Yes, good. Good. What about you? Dope. I had some hot chocolate this morning. Um, I added some cinnamon into it. Which you have to do. You have to add the hot chocolate and cinnamon. I have like a, uh, you know, like that uh, Keurig things. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. It better be a Keurig. It because is. Because you did the pouch ones. Trash. Yeah, the Keurig's much better. So that's what I use. Yes. And I love that thing. Thank, um, thank God. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, to our last yeah. thing. Music of the week. Yes. Music Go of ahead, the James. Week. Yeah, I haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Um. So Schoolboy Q came out with a new song Thursday. Uh, Num Num Juice. Yes, he did. God, can you like press the off button so it stops ringing? Nah. Keep talking. Shut up! Stop! <laughs> it's <stopped. laughs> But like I was saying, yeah, Schoolbook you came out with a single Num Num Juice. Um, his album is coming out soon. I hope. We think it's been two and a half years. I mean, if an artist waits, waits this long, like Nipsey Hussle waited a long time to drop Victory Lap. It better be good. Pretty, if you wait this long and it's bad, good. we're going to kill you. Actually, no, we won't because he's a former gang member. We will not kill you, but yes. Yeah, it better it better be good, all right? Yes, and moving on. And moving on, lastly, Death Race for Love mm. by Juice World. Never heard Album. of it. Good. So far, not that bad. I like it. Nice. So, yeah. That's the episode. Um, yeah, time to end it. Yeah. Remember to like, subscribe. Remember to subscribe, like, rate, review, listen, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do it again so we get like 50 times or 100 times if you want. Um, no one has done it apparently because I've checked our, I just checked our last couple episodes and no one has done that yet. So come on, get on do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, download, share with your friends, family, your dog, et cetera, et cetera, to your work. Um, maybe not if you work with us, but other than that, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow, Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. The BA underscore podcast. Um, no Twitter, because that's too no much Twitter. work. You too can follow work. Jake. Yeah, you can follow me at J underscore Fizzle 9516. Um, uh, you can also follow me, but it's a request, at, uh, at Lumpia96. Yes, and also, you can vote on my poll that I did yesterday. I think it ends pretty soon, though, so you don't have much time. But my poll question was pretty dark and pretty twisted, but, you know, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, very dark and twisted, yes. Yes, it goes. And, yeah. So, James, if you want to end it, go ahead. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host, James, with Jake. Happy Friday. See ya.
See ya. What?